not gonna lie, this one, this one kind of sucks. Let's just, let's just do the intro. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, your number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I am your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube and the Sirius XM radio app. We are uh, ending the regular, you know, the uh, the five-day week portion of this uh, of this week uh matt in a uh, not, as, not as good as we've expected um as we would have hoped because uh it's there yeah let's put it this way we have to we have to reset the time without the ki- something b- bad news about the coyotes coming out counter back to zero. Zero days without a katie strang tweet right back at it <laughs> It's nonstop. It's nonstop. It really every it time really, we feel good too, Robin. Every time we're happy, things are going good. Look, when, when you're a Coyotes fan, you gotta just expect it. When something good is happening, it's like being in an abusive relationship. Uh, something bad's around the corner. So just may, maybe walk away for a little bit. Maybe, maybe take a trip. Maybe I don't know. Go to the bar. The Coyotes' <laughs> rivalry of Katie Strang, no matter what, like how you view her reporting, is still brutal. <laughs> It's just like, you know, Katie Strang will always find something bad to talk about. But the Coyotes, whether or not they're true or not, is beside the point. But this is this, this one's situation. True. This one's yes. accurate. This uh, one's she accurate. Did good reporting on this. I, Very I, good reporting on this, and it sucks because. <laughs> and I, those that don't know, Alex Galchenyuk, um, it was reported on Thursday morning that the Arizona Coyotes announced that his. Uh, con- that his uh, contract has been terminated or will be terminated, and he was being uh, placed on waiver on unconditional waivers for the purpose of contract termination. Contract termination usually doesn't occur, Matthew, unless there is a major violation, a breach of contract, or something that leads to, you know, a for cause termination of a contract, other than buyout. Um, and yeah, so when we heard that, I think a lot of people were shocked. And then Katie Strang let us know the details, did her reporting and said that the city of Scottsdale had confirmed that he was arrested earlier last week. Yeah. And, uh, this sucks. I I know that it was, I was literally pulling in to the Westgate parking lot this morning to go to work. Uh, and I have uh, a friend of mine who's also like a, a podcaster and, and writer uh, texting me this, people adding me, multiple people messaging me, which it, that's a nice little ego boost. People want to know my, my thoughts on it. Appreciate you. Um, mm-hmm. Depression, sadness, disappointment. And as of right now, there has been no mention of any illicit substances or alcohol involved in the event. I would imagine with how strict this state is on such matters, if there was anything like that involved, it would have already been in this report. And 
this would have been the headline. It would have been so like I when I was reading the statement, I actually kind of interpret like interpreted it, thought about it, and it's like we have no further comment. It, it's going to be a terminated contract. My first thought genuinely was, I hope to God it's not a domestic thing. Just it, it's we, we see too much. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just say degenerate behavior out of out of athletes, and and I thankfully that wasn't it. And I only bring up that context to set this up. What what ended up being the case, I am still very disappointed. I don't know if it's because my first reaction was hopefully it's not a domestic thing that I, this seems tame in comparison because it's, it's still not good. I don't condone this. This is a terrible behavior that whatever's going on in his life, he needs to get it figured out. It's not my business. I'm not a, a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, dude needs to get it figured out. Uh, he's arrested on the ninth for charges including private property, hit and run, disorderly conduct, failure to obey, resisting arrest, and threatening or intimidating. And, and look, I've seen too much footage of, of cops saying someone resisted and they weren't, so I'm going to need context on that. But threatening, disorderly conduct, and, and private property hit and run, that is not okay behavior. And I don't even know what context that could be okay behavior so uh, while like i'm not outraged i'm not as angry as i would be if it was uh, again that that first issue this still isn't good and and people love to say oh this is an embarrassment of a franchise this incident is embarrassing same thing as a cardinals fan when uh when floyd had a dui when uh steve kime had a dui all right i was embarrassed because how how the hell do you do that how, how do you have such poor judgment and i can't think of a context where any of this would be justifiable yeah no absolutely and i think to me the term i was going to use is disappointing you know because i think we were pretty excited for him to come back for one more year it's like hey you know we got yeah you know we were like hey you know like you know it's a pretty good pickup for for the coyotes like not a you know i wouldn't say great but it's a decent pickup for them um, getting him back for an, yet another stint, well, his third stint with Arizona. And literally 12 days later, it happens. I don't think there, we've seen a contract get terminated that fast before. I mean, again, I had to look deep, in, we're, we're, I had to look deep into it, but I don't think that's the case that we've ever seen anything happen that fast. So it made me wonder, too, if it was something that, you know, potentially that bad. And again, I'm not saying what he did isn't that bad, but it is disappointing. It is it's just like, you, 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 you don't even have, like, we don't even have, really have the other words to really describe how we're feeling right now. Yeah, because it's just, there were no injuries, so it wasn't like a, a hit and run on, like, a kid. Right or or a dog or something like it wasn't like he didn't. It's property damage. It can be replaced and fixed, and he should have to you know pay the fines and 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 make that right. That's that's your consequences for your actions. He'll probably end up getting uh, the pre-trial conference begins on August 11th. He'll probably end up getting a fine and community service or probation because it sounds like it's misdemeanors, not anything too major, but. I'm just disappointed. I, I, again, not mad. If it was something worse, like I said earlier, I would be 
really livid. But I went from being upset to the fact that this was going like, – that, that something happened. I, I went from being mad something happened to I. how do I even react? How yeah. am I supposed to, like, think with – because this is so avoid. There's not a context where private property hit and run isn't avoidable. There isn't a context where disorder – like, disorderly conduct is a little broad, yes, but typically disorderly conduct has to do with verbal altercations. Typically it has to do with – you know, drunken altercations like it, it's it's usually stuff that's avoidable and dumb and you have and then threatening or intimidating. I just I'm disappointed. I this is a little embarrassing. I am a little embarrassed because I'm, I'm a big fan of the guy. I like the guy. And while we, we never know these people personally, and I'm not saying he's a terrible person for one, you know, series of, of poor decisions because i i hate the term mistakes because people try to use excuses no it, it was a series of poor decisions regardless of context he made bad decisions and consequences need to happen and they seem to be happening with the arrest and the contract termination i i'm just disappointed that's i hear you 100 percent we're going to continue talking about the uh, the Alex Galchenyuk situation, the Arizona Coyotes terminating his contract or placing him on unconditional waivers as of Thursday for the purpose of contract termination. Um, we'll get to more on uh, on our thoughts in just a bit. But first, a quick word from our sponsors on the show. And today's episode is brought to you by... AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health that I drink literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I really needed to find this a, a product that could really put everything together and finding the vitamins and nutrition that I need uh, in a single day without having to take a million different pills or other supplements. It's it became really easy for me because all I had to do was just get a scoop of this AG1, put it in a, put it in a cup of water every day, replace it for my coffee because it's much che- it's cheaper that way, and it makes me feel good all around. It helps my mental focus, helps my uh, overall other health, helps my gut health. It is absolutely something that I will recommend to anybody. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. And a huge part of that starts with optimizing their whole body health. So give AG1 a try. It is a, if a comprehensive solution is what you need um, in your routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Once again, it's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. So uh, let's continue, Matt, as we talk about Alex Galchenyuk and his contract termination. Um, one of the things that I was looking at is um, I'm trying to figure out what the, what the, the, the name of it is, but the um, uh, I really hope that Alex Galchenyuk gets the help that he needs through the services that the NHL and the NHLPA are able to provide. Because I think if that's the case, if there's something like you know something that led to that ha- happening, I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't think there's any other way of really thinking about it. Something led to whatever he did to happen, and I 
feel like he, I think, well, he, it's not his first time going through that program. I feel like not only does he really just like really get that, the, the extra help he needs just in general, just I feel like I just hope he's okay. I, I still want, you know, want the best for him. Yeah. And, and uh, just to be blunt, like people do make mistakes, they make poor decisions. There always should be a path forward. And, and, you know, you have actions and consequences. And then once you have those consequences, that's when you need to start trying to move forward and, and get whatever help you need or whatever. I, I am just thankful it wasn't a, a, a DUI incident. I am thankful it wasn't someone got hit and hurt or possibly lost their life. I'm just glad it wasn't that mm-hmm. because it, it, it could have. I'm gonna be blunt. I like the guy. I do. There is no excuse for that, and I, I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't be able to do this show today. I wouldn't be able to talk about this today. And I'll just be honest. If it was something like that, but it, it's like whatever is going on in in Alex's life needs to get solved because this time, whatever the event was, whatever it was, was private property and seemingly some degenerate behavior right what could it be next time or the time after that or whatever so it's whatever's going on it needs to stop he needs to get help i do hope that the nhlpa does help him because again people make bad decisions there has to be a path forward there has to be a path for someone to be able to get help and earn a second chance earn another chance and i just hope that it's not too late for alex and and again thank thankfully nobody was hurt on this one it wasn't that but i i how, how do you how do we have a show covering this how do we have how, how do we even begin trying to like this this ridiculously complex issue of a a very likely troubled individual having some sort of incident or episode how do you even begin to to like? I, I don't feel qualified. I I don't feel qualified to even begin, and it's like I I just I let's switch gears over to the contract termination. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the implications. Let's let's. I hope everything's okay, Alex. I really do, genuinely. Whatever you need to do, get yourself right because what whatever your life's more important than whatever the hell's going on. Just straight 100%. up, hundred percent. Um, but the, the contract termination. So it, it's it's a very drastic thing. It, it might seem a little more common because Zadina just got his contract terminated. Uh, it could be breach of contract. It could be both player and team want a separation. Many things go into it, but it is typically a boiling point. It is typically a unacceptable, you know, action. And with, with the Coyotes this isn't done and as much as i hate this it also is necessary the pa might get involved and can file a grievance to make sure that like make the contract still valid and part of me really wants that to happen for alex's sake like him mm-hmm. to go through the program just so he gets then, taken care of yeah him he to go, you know, go through the program get the help and play this year in Tucson, like his contract be upheld and the Coyotes, their perspective, they bury it in the minors, but Alex gets that chance after, afterwards. I, I hope that's what happens. Yeah. And I mean, it's my, un- sake. 
It's my understanding that uh, shortly after the termination was announced that the NHLPA um, has already said that they'll, they'll, they're looking into it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that is the NHLPA's job. No matter, for, first and foremost, from the moment any kind of contract termination happened, it is the moment to look after all other players, no matter what. Um, you know, in any kind of contract termination case, I feel like it's good that they are looking into every termination case so it to see if it's rightfully done if a if it you know if it was a you know a mutual thing then sure okay we we are good but if it's a breach of contract thing or whatever else it is whatever other cause um that the reason it reason being that the nhlpa has every right to look into it and i feel like you know for you know the players sake I like that. Yeah, and also the precedent, because you do not want – look, this is not football or basketball where only certain dollars or certain years are guaranteed. You sign a contract in the NHL, your contract is guaranteed unless there is some extreme circumstance. And while this might be enough, it might not. I think this is a little more borderline depending on what the details are. The Coyotes probably have that information – they already got a comment from Bill Daly. I do believe Craig Morgan reached out to him, and essentially they were made aware of the situation, and they were they made themselves available as for an advisory role. And the PA is doing their job looking into it to make sure that everything's holding up and up. Because mm-hmm. if this is a valid grounds for it, then they should, after doing their due diligence, be like, okay, so that way we kind of keep the the status quo or or keep that 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 standard. I should say standards a, be, a better word. That standard moving forward so that way you can't just, hey, uh, this guy said something we didn't like. Contract terminated. Hey, this guy got drunk at a party and, like, you know, threw a beer bottle at a wall. Not at someone. It's, like, at a brick wall like he's being an idiot. Yeah. Like, let's, like, let's, you know, let's do – let's 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 say it in a, in a similar way. Because I feel like there were – there are two situations and it comes to, you know – drunk players who uh, you can turn to and like, Hey, you know, in the future, a team can look at that and be like, Oh, Oh, that's grounds for termination. And again, the, the examples I'm, I'm, I will be given that happened in the past are players that are very prominent. So the chance of that happen of happening with X player, unfortunately is pretty, pretty low because of said prominence of a player. But like, let's say, for example, a few years ago, I think what Austin Matthews, when he was like, you know, drunk on his on on his on those freaking like scooters going down through Old Town and you know harassing a woman or whatever, um, or um, or like Matt Duchesne. Was I think Matt Duchesne maybe? I think I remember in his Uber ride and threatening somebody like like those. You know, on some players would be easily grounds for termination if there's no precedent. Yeah, basically like. That example, I think the Duchesne thing was just they. I think they were just trash talking the their coaches or something. But it's like making right. the hard line stance of, hey, uh, this level of action is something that should be punished, fined. Maybe you miss a game or two depending on the severity, mm-hmm. but not your entire contract. Like so that way, the threshold for your contract being terminated remains reasonable. So that way, you can't just kind of. Uh, this this guy said something dumb at a party, gone. You, you know, 
type that like, actually protect the players' contracts as well. So uh, I, I do like the due diligence, and I'm actually wanting to look into it. And they, and again, just for the precedence of it, for for the rest of the players, uh, and for Alex himself because he also maintains his benefits with the the PA if that contract is active. I do think you still get like a grace period or whatever if you are still a registered free agent, but I, I'm not going to pretend that I know all the ins and outs. I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend, but whatever it takes to make sure he does have the resources, because I, I don't want this dude throwing away his life at 29 or something dumb. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I feel like, I feel like no matter what, and I think, this is the optimistic and the optimist in me. The optimist in me doesn't come out very often, unless I f- unless I feel like it's absolutely necessary. And a lot of people, a lot of you know that. A lot of you know. Again, I try. I'm not. I'm not necessarily a pessimist. I'm a cynic. I get kind of like look at things in a negative, but also like twisted way. Um, but I still hope that even let's say the let's say the the con this termination ends up becoming valid. I still hope that the NHLPA extends their hand to be able to and, and says and like if there is no grace period or whatever, but even just like still does the best they can to support him, not only him, but any other player that needs the help. That might be a free agent, might be whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, because let's let's be blunt. This is bigger than hockey. And mm-hmm. again, I'm not talking about a domestic violence incident. I'm not talking about a DUI. There are certain things where there has to be severe consequences. But when I'm talking about like someone going through a struggle and they, things are spiraling, but it's not that bad. It's not actively causing harm to others, but it is harming themselves. I want that precedent to be that the PA helps, that we get more people the help they need to help them recover and rehabilitate and whatever they need to keep them productive, not just in the NHL, but like in society, because if you have, let's just refer to it as the Kuznetsov incident. If you have people struggling with that, I would much rather resources be open and available and guys go into programs to get clean as opposed to it turning into a bigger thing. And then we're talking about, a, a DUI incident. We're talking about a bar fight. We're talking about right. God forbid yeah. someone. Yeah, no the N- the NHL and N- the the NHL and NHLPA players assistance program. I feel like really should be used for those people. Yeah, like it really should be used specifically for those players who I who very well know that they do that they do need that help. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're again you mentioned in that spiraling aspect. And I feel like. And here's a good example of a player, and it's a different kind of men- a different kind of spiral, but still, men- still mental health. So I still feel like it very it, it very is valid, a hundred percent valid. And that's the case of um, of Robin Leonard when he was still, I think, still gold goaltender for the like, you know the main goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like he took like what a decent amount of time off to go to the player assistance program because he needed help because he was in a really dark place. Carey Price, same thing. Took so much time off because he decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to the player assistance program. I need the help. That's what I love about it. Um, and that's why I really hope that n- no matter what is going on with, uh, with Galchenyuk or any other player that has these issues, 
that goes through that, that they get, that they go through that help. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent because it's, it's better to have a guy miss some time, maybe have some egg on their face from an embarrassing situation situation than to have someone lose their life or it, it get even worse and multiple people like it's, it's much better to have the programs open and, and people be encouraged. Like even I'll, I'll bring up Rick DiPietro just for a few seconds. There was some, you know, concerning comments he's made before when he was struggling to try to keep his career going. The the mental aspect is it's a lot in, in the game. I, I don't think it gets enough attention to where I'm like, I'd rather legit. I'm going to be just, just candid right now. I would rather people think less of me and call me a pansy or something and take a couple weeks off or, or uh, seek help for this or that if I'm feeling like I need it than like drudge through and start making bad decisions kind of kind of mindset. Absolutely. Because I feel like, yeah, no matter what, as, an, as a professional athlete, there are expectations – that you should act. Um, you're one, of course. You're still like it's a first and first and foremost is no matter what you will still be treated like a human. But also, you have is um, the what all these players have to realize is they are also um, in a public light, so they are a lot more role models to other people. So people will, you know, they're highly uh, they're highly influential. There we go. So I feel like if you humanize them a lot more in that sense, and you get and you see that hey, these kind of people go through these kind of programs too for help, you can too. Can I? I just want to jump in real quick. Um, to look, kids are gonna like hockey. They're gonna be younger people that are gonna watch us. Don't idolize athletes as people. Idolize them for their skill, their craft, their work ethic, things that you actually can replicate. You need your parents or a teacher or someone personally in your life to be your role model because we are all flawed human beings. It's like this is a perfect example of obviously the players are people. Treat them like people. But like I feel like not enough young people actually have that distinction or taught that distinction to be like, yes – I, I respect his game. I respect his work. Yeah. I want to emulate him on the ice without idolizing or idealizing some of these people as for people. the aspect of their life. You just, we don't know. We don't see, we don't see like, uh, you know, um, yeah. And like, there, there's a lot of people who, let's say people who listen to this show, they don't know much of our personal lives outside of this show, nor do we probably going to share much of it outside of this show. Um, and that's you know, and, that, and that's kind of that's kind of how things go. So like, and that, and that's kind of, and that kind of is the same thing with athletes. Athletes aren't going to go c- crazy into their personal lives, but again, you still treat them like humans. Yeah. So just for anyone that's younger, it's like use this as a, as a learning example. Don't demonize Alex unless something really big. A detail yeah. Unless, unless, like, unless yeah, like you know, we could be wrong. You know, by the time we, you know, a lot of you guys are listening to this. Like we could be very wrong. Some something else could have come up that mm-hmm. completely could have, could have changed our opinion by the time you listen to this, and you'll know um, if you follow us on social media. We'll definitely have our thoughts. But mm-hmm. at the time of this recording, you know, 
we're you know our you know our thoughts are out there we want him to we we support him and trying to get the help he can get yep so as of this moment try not to demonize him because he as of right now it yep. just it, it doesn't seem like it's that level as of this moment but also use it as a learning opportunity to be like we're all flawed the people you idolize or look up to are flawed make sure you're focusing on the right aspects of someone to idolize and make sure you're keeping things more realistic with others and let's let's pretend this was clayton keller for a second don't like that's why you shouldn't idealize people too much you know athletes and public figures too much just keep everything as realistic as possible and and use this as a learning opportunity to be like hey if you need help reach out if you think you're struggling with something reach out and if you think you can't trust someone find the person that you can trust the most or try to seek some sort of resource because i i don't wish whatever is going on on anyone not even people that deserve it like uh, that are bad people right like because you don't want that spreading throughout you just you don't yeah exactly and i can assure like you can like i'm I'm sure you can pinpoint i can pinpoint to you know our own personal struggles i go like in the end getting help is the best thing for yourself and don't make it alcohol, you degenerates. <laughs> Absolutely no. I, I have to end with a joke. This got too sad. This is like uh, you have to show the proper respect for the situation, but it's yep. it's been a downer. It has been a really it has been a downer downer episode. We're norm we normally try to be fun. We try to be. Sometimes Matt ends up adding a little too much fun, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, like calling you out for not being. You know, entertaining enough. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to keep the ratings up. Anyway, hey, I could be entertaining. <laughs> can I be, just... quote unquote. Can be. Yeah. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Robin, do 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 the whole spiel. You know where to find us. And yep. All right. So that's gonna be it for today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you've yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on now the SiriusXM Radio app. And we can interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore coyotes. And for those people that are making the jump over to threads, you can find us at locked on coyotes. Um, I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matt Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us. Ask a question you might have. We might interact right back or on a future episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.